Hello, everyone. I'd like to take a moment of your time. Got it. It is time for another Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour, brought to you by Duck Logic, a Chicago comedy group that had its own radio show called The Cav Alcade on WLUPAM 1000, a pretty big radio station at the time. Each comedy half hour is at least 28 minutes of sketches, songs, or other shenanigans pulled from the Loop Cav Alcade archives plus improv, talk, and whatnot. So, kick back, take a load off, and enjoy the wacky goings on of Duck Logic. You'll laugh. And how? Throwing rocks at cars will not be presented tonight so that we may bring you this special comedy skit, Throwing Rotten Produce at Bicycles. Throwing rocks at cars will return, um, eventually. And now it's time for another exciting episode of Throwing Rotten Produce at Bicycles. When we last left our young delinquents, they were digging through the dumpster behind Pop's grocery store for ammunition. Let's listen. Hey, here's a good one. A tomato. Whoa, here's a couple of really squishy avocados. Mm. Jackpot. Grapefruit. Okay, we're good, we're good. And here comes a couple of likely targets. Those are some nice bikes. They look like racing bikes. <laughs> that one dork is wearing a helmet. Okay, okay, ready? Aim, fire! Bullseye! Oh crap, that one guy looks ticked! Run! What will our delinquents do? Will they outrun their targets? Will they ever get rid of that dumpster smell? And will they ever be invited back to the Tour de France? Tune in next time and find out on Throwing Rotten Produce at Bicycles! The Italian Greek Strawberry Farm is out of bankruptcy court and back in business. Yes, bring your family down to the only resort in Kenod County and let Hilgi and Yohoka Bolga Fakankas be your guides to a fall of strawberry good times. Enjoy strawberry gyros and the new strawberry diner, strawberry leaf burning, and kids meet the giant strawberry man and get a prize. But don't pick any strawberries. Hey! Get the hands off of there. What do you think I'm going to make frozen strawberry ice rink out of? Start using your head, eh? Yes, that's right. The Italian Greek Strawberry Farm will be open all winter with a frozen strawberry ice rink, strawberry snow cones, strawberry tobogganing, and a beautiful strawberry Christmas tree. Remember, if you've got a strawberry birthmark, you get in free at the Italian Greek Strawberry Farm, just south of Illinois, Illinois, on Route 69. Have a strawberry a good time. And now a special feature on the podcast that we call What's in Griselda's Purse? Griselda Hankins is a nice old lady. At 93, she still gets out. She's in charge of coffee at the Second Presbyterian Church of Illinois, Wednesdays, it's brunch with friends at the Rusty Nail. Thursdays, Rummy 500 at Shirley's apartment. Grandkids and great-grandkids, a cat named Snowball, and a very colorful past. But what's in Griselda's purse? Good morning. Welcome. I'm Griselda Hankins, the, the doc greeter. Welcome to the Ducology Podcast. Would you like a butterscotch candy or a penny for being so good to Griselda? Let's, 
Let's see what's in your shelter's purse. I have a roll of smelling tissue that I used to clean a place to sit in church. Or a handgun from the days I dated Big Tuna Cardor. I can't see what's in the bottom of that. There uh, looks like some kind of an eel. Laszlo McKinnon's Self-Explanatory Theater with your host, Laszlo McKinnon. Hello, I'm Laszlo McKinnon. I'm the host of this show called Laszlo McKinnon's Self-Explanatory Theater. Tonight's play is The Salesman Who Comes Home Really Mad. Written by an author who knows a salesman who came home really mad one day, this play tells a story of work and what it's like to get mad. Let's listen. Honey, I'm home. Yes, yeah, so am I. I'm really mad. You're just old and tired and you're doubting your whole existence while you look back at the way you've wasted your life. Yeah, and that makes me really mad. I have these great dreams that aren't very specific, but they'll never happen in a million years anyway. Hey, Dad, you're home. You look mad. Yeah, you look like you suddenly realized that your life sucks, but that you didn't think so until just now. You're right. Dad, I'll never amount to anything either. I'll try and try, but a skewed society will always keep me down. Yeah, neither will I, but my problem is poor self-image. Oh, I've got the poor self-image thing, too, believe me. But it's society that really... Boys! 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 Stop your arguing! You only do that because of your latent homosexual tendencies. Oh, sure, but that's because of a poor self-image. And a poor father figure. Yeah! Stop it! Just stop it! The feminist movement of the 70s confused my true feelings and inbred genetic urges. I keep trying to convince myself that my sons here are going on to do great things with their lives. In reality, it'll never happen, but I'm too stupid to know it! Kill yourself. Salesman, kill yourself. So I'm just gonna kill myself. Oh, that's just the imaginary guy who talks only to you putting ideas in your head. Well, maybe, but I'm gonna do it. Angry salesman, kill yourself. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Well, I'm going to bed because I don't believe you. Yeah, me too, because I can't see the obvious suicidal signs. Mom, you coming? Go off stage and kill yourself. Okay. Honey, don't be long and don't go off stage pretending to get into a car and have the sound effects guy make it sound like you symbolically killed yourself. Don't worry, honey. You'll believe me if I tell you that I won't. You're right. Good night, dear. I'm sad. I'm hurt and angry. My thoughts on life and its utter hopelessness have been truly reinforced. This tragedy has made me want to take over Dad's business for two or three years, but then fail miserably. Wow, that salesman was really mad. But I don't get who that imaginary guy was. And how come the kid could see him? I wish they would have explained it better. Oh well, whatever. Good night. 
That was Laszlo McKinnon's self-explanatory theater with your host, Laszlo McKinnon. Next week's play is called Two Guys Waiting for Another Guy Who Never Shows Up. Baseball remembers. Everyone knows Dave Stewart, the Oakland A's pitcher and Cy Young Award candidate, but few remember his colorful antics on and off the playing field. In 1984, Stewart surprised the baseball world and came one step closer to Cooperstown when a run-in with the fair sex proved to be an event that brought cheers from fans across the country. The burly right-hander was arrested one evening while participating in oral sex with an alleged prostitute and was booked for public sexual misconduct. Police reports later revealed that the prostitute was not a woman, but a man dressed in woman's clothing. Just a pinch between the cheek and gums for baseball's Dave Stewart. Cy Young Award material? You bet. Baseball remembers. The Illinois Theatrical Society is breathing new life into old Broadway musicals while saving a ton of cash on the wardrobe budget with their new season of performances themed theater in the buff. They take shows you thought you'd never need to see again and make you yearn for more as the acting ensemble bears it all in every title of the series. As far as I'm concerned, Oklahoma has never been this okay. I saw cats and yeah, they still wear all the face makeup, but that's about it. Meow. It's the most impressive display of the human body you can see publicly without having to hide your identity. Coupled with OTS's musical chops, you've got some serious entertainment. Wow, I haven't seen this much flesh since I was a teenager on spring break. And the songs are pretty good too. My toes never stopped tapping and my libido never stopped. Period. The Illinois Reporter called the honeymoon scene in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers a not-to-be-missed theatrical event. Musicals are perfect for this concept. So many bodies dancing and jiggling around on stage. It's mesmerizing. I'm in the audience almost every night. My husband used to whine and have to be dragged to the theater. But he not only stayed awake through the whole show, he's in line right now to get us season tickets. Oklahoma, Cats, Guys and Dolls, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Carousel, The Music Man, and A Chorus Line. A week's worth of shows for a different performance every night of the week. So put those period interests aside because there's nothing left to the imagination with the Illinois Theatrical Society's Theater in the Buff series. All ages allowed, but everyone under 18 must be accompanied by a parent. But it doesn't have to be yours, wink wink. Once you've seen Theater in the Buff, you'll never want to see regular musical theater productions again. I did not know this. They always talk about Amelia Earhart. She was going to do a, a round-the-world trip in yes. a plane, and she disappeared, and we haven't found her, yada, yada, yada. They found pieces of her plane. There was somebody in the plane with her. Yeah. She had a, a co-pilot, a navigator. No way. Yeah. A guy named... Leslie Nielsen. All they talk about is Amelia. This guy, Fred Noonan. Fred Noonan. He was her navigator, and he disappeared with her. Wow. Not a very good navigator, obviously. Not a very... Because, you know, they got lost, and they never found him. What, Jim... We could have a minute of silence for Fred Noonan. Or we could do Fred Noonan, The Untold Story. Obviously not, Jim. Nobody's listening. Maybe they just went to some hideaway on some desert island somewhere and they've had kids and have had a wonderful life. He looks like a character. That Fred. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait a second. 
Where are we, Fred? I don't know. I just know we're going to disappear. I just know it. He's kind of like Wrong Way Feldman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Wrong Way Peach Fuzz. There were two. Yeah, Wrong Way Peach Fuzz is what I was thinking. Oh, God. Oh, Amelia, don't fly over the water. I just know we're going to get lost and nobody's ever going to find us. What I read, though, that, that they left Oakland, California, and went east. Would they fall in the Salt Lake of Salt Lake City? I mean, where there's not, there's not like enough water. <laughs> That's what I mean. To, for a good long way. I don't know. I don't know when they where they disappeared because obviously I'm, I always thought the ocean, yeah. somewhere, but that would have been the the Atlantic. Then but they would have made it all the way. Maybe across that's the, country. the problem. He didn't really know which way east was. Were they trying to circumnavigate the globe? Yeah, that's okay. what I read. <laughs> he like flew in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they pass over any triangle? And not the Bermuda. That's not the worst one. If you go up to the North Pole, you really don't have to make a very big circle to circumnavigate the globe. You can do it, you know, 50 feet, 60 feet oh, if you yeah, can turn it around. Was, yeah. yeah. yeah Cheater. I wonder if the Japanese got her and uh, as a prisoner. Hmm. Oh. They found pieces of the plane on an island in the Pacific. And they wonder if they survived. And then the Japanese, when they started the war, they found them and they took them prisoner. Hmm. And then just kept them, damn it, because we found them. We can't keep them. Somebody should make a movie about that. They were going through a bad time. Who, Amelia and then Fred? Well, the Japanese, they just oh. had, they had some problems. Oh, wasn't this, a th- it was like the 30s. I just, I wonder why I have it in my head that she was all by herself. I mean, I feel like that was just a, a one of those known things that we all knew she was by herself. So it's really weird yeah. that it turns I, out I she know. wasn't, because I, I don't know where I got that idea. The reason why the plane went down, because of what I understand about Fred Noonan is he was morbidly obese, huh. I guess. And so it favored that side. Oh, so that's why he went in a circle? I remember that there was some ham operator in the United States. There was only a couple of them, ham operators, that heard their distress signal. They actually put out a distress signal, but only these, or maybe just one ham operator heard the signal, but they couldn't know who it was. She didn't say, this is Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan. Fred Noonan. <laughs> He's in the back going, and Fred Noonan. <laughs> Don't forget me. Wasn't he's related to Peter <laughs> Noonan, right? The, the Paul Revere and the Raiders. <laughs> Was there a dog or a cat on board? Like they had to have a pet or something, right? Like a, like a canary. I was just going to say a canary. There you go. <laughs> Parakeet, maybe. Just to freak him out. Just to freak out the canary. Mary, <laughs> a pet fly. <laughs> take a bird flying. Take a bird for a flight. Be a be a sport. <laughs> I'm surprised why they haven't. Why haven't they talked about this? Because he's the one responsible for her winding up, mm. crashing. I thought that was the whole drama, the whole thing that she's out there by herself, and oh my god, nobody knows what happened, and it would have been horrible to be by yourself. But that's how it was going to make it the coolest thing ever. I mean, it's still cool, I guess, but it's not quite the well, same. Well, no, it, it was, what's his name? Uh, Lindbergh, that was a solo flight. Hmm. Yes. They made a point of saying it was a solo flight. Maybe then I get, just got that mixed up with Amelia. Is that where they got the name for Lindbergh or Cheese? Yep. Well, Amelia, guess what? You know what? Now that we know there was another person there, I think there's closure. Let's move on, right? Okay, lady, your part in history, not so great. You know what I'm saying? Tim, I don't know what you mean. So you don't want to you don't want to write this song. I thought a nice folk song that, that you know, explained the whole thing, kind of like the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, just a really long droney thing that keeps talking about the two of them in the uh, plane. And you should have, you should call it waiting on Amelia. <laughs> waiting on Amelia. 
I'm waiting on Amelia. I know she's going to come. Jim's turned into the song artist of the group. This is great. All along, he had this Johnny Mercer type thing, you know, element. He's just a great, he's like a George Gershwin. Oh, wait a second. I guess that the flight that she disappeared on wasn't her first attempt. Well, that's true. <laughs> the first time that she disappeared. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> she disappeared three times prior. They started in <laughs> Oakland and wait for it. Earhart and her crew made it to Hawaii. I guess she had other people that were with her. Like they would take a boat while she's taking a plane. Her hairdresser. And her dog. She had a ground crew of two other people. The crew made it to Hawaii from Oakland, but the first attempt ended in a crash shortly after taking off from Honolulu. So she should have maybe thought about it. The gods are talking to her. For her second try, Earhart chose to take Noonan along as her only crew member this time. Oh, I guess she took the other two guys with her the first time. She had four of them on the plane. Hmm. Yeah. They left June 1st, 1937. Oh, they're both married to other people, but they, I guess they had like a, maybe like a little thing. A tryst. The two of them. Maybe that's what they're doing, messing around. They should have been. To, I'm telling you, they went to a little desert island somewhere and they're still alive, having a grand old time. There's probably a joystick joke in there somewhere. Let's find it. Joystick was on Three's Company, I think. Jo- for one joystick. Joyce Dick. That was Andy Dick's <laughs> older sister. Joystick, Andy Dick. Andy Dick's in jail, right? What? Oh, I don't know. Is he? I hope so. The last thing I saw on him that he was he, he was arrested because he stole someone's car. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, no. He got arrested for much worse. I think he just took someone's car and said, oh, I'll just take their car. And they just said, no, you're under. Remember when we saw Andy Dick at the Funny Farm in Chicago? Yes. You and Dave did. I never saw him there. Yep. Um, they did. He did some pretty weird stuff. Yeah. He came for the blue show, right? He came for the blue show. That's right. Oh my God. They would do, uh, yeah, we, we, he tried to get us to, can we, can we go on stage? Can we, can we? It was, uh, Andy Dick and Dino. Mephidopinopoulos. Andy and Dino. No, he had like a really long Greek name and I'm rude that I don't. The Andy and Dino show. He would squeeze his head really hard and put the, it was brain no, juice, right? Wait, and he, wait, the guy would hold a cup and he- I want to say Dino was sitting down in a chair and he had a sign around his neck says, Skull Juice, 25 cents. And Andy comes walking up and gives him a quarter and I think gives him an empty glass and he holds the glass under his mouth and Andy squeezes his head, or maybe he squeezes his own head. I think so. I think he squeezes his own head and then slowly like some white stuff comes dribbling out of his mouth into the glass. Something he had to be holding in his mouth the whole time, yeah. That he was, yeah, milk that he was holding in his mouth the whole time. And everyone was going, ooh, ah, ooh. And then Andy just picks it up and drinks it. <laughs> Da-da-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's fall in these United States. In autumn, the plants release the spectrum of colors they've so lovingly stored all summer long. The forests break out into a bright harlequin face for visitors and residents alike. Yes, the colors of autumn remind all of us that many plants are in the throes of death. The bright reds, oranges, and yellows are like silent screams of agony as the leaves fall in tight spirals of despair. Underneath the oaks, birches, and poplars, the corpses of leaves stack up, forming a thick carpet of decaying matter. Yes, it's fall in these United States. Come on out and watch everything die. Well, that's duck logic with one way of looking at the changing of the seasons. But many people look forward to fall every year.
Nothing like fishing in an open boat on a beautiful sunny day, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been out here all day, and all I got was a little musky. Yeah, we should have used deodorant, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. A little, little fishing, you, man. Little fishing. Hey, hand me, hand me them wigglers over there. Wait a minute. Come here, little fella. You know, there's nothing like a nice, big, fat, juicy maggot to reel them in, huh? I mean, you can use your spinner baits, you can use your uh, wigglers, you can do yeah. everything you want. They work better than fly catfish. It's not doing us any good today, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you caught that striper. Striper, ain't. That was a beautiful striper, ain't it? That was a great striper I caught. Oh, yeah. That was about a week and a half ago. I just reeled it right in, and I was just reeling it and reeling it, came right in. Smelled, though. Really smelled when you got in the bowl. Yeah, it smelled really bad. But we cut it up, laid it up anyway, and it was good eating. 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 Smelt fishing oh, in Lake Michigan, and I got 43 of them all about this long. 43? This long. And I tell you, you take those smelts, okay, you cook them, you put a little salt on there, a little pepper, a little accent. Yeah, yeah I'm hearing it. Good eating. Good eating. Good eating. Good eating. Good eating. Good eating. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, fishing off of the Cape. Um, oh, the Cape, I was there with you. Yeah, Cape. I was there. Yeah. We Cape we Cod? Were, yeah, the Cape Cod Canaveral, uh, one of those capes. No, and I put my pole in the water, you know. But uh, I was trolling, and I came up with uh, human hand. I remember that. It, it was uh, a hand. It was human a hand. It was a man's hand. It was a big man's hand. He still had a ring. He still had a ring on his finger. I've never lied in my life. A human hand. It was a man's hand. It still had a ring on his finger. Ring on his finger. Yeah, the guy was still engaged. Eight, eight. Engaged, <laughs> well, you know, I heard uh, most guys picking up uh, human body parts are doing that out on the Chicago River. No. Yeah, kidding. a lot of that's going on. I've heard guys getting uh, whole torsos, legs, no, a torso, heads. Gosh, how yes. do you mount that stuff? I couldn't tell you, but it's, uh, it happens. Yeah, we do that. Uh, two weeks ago, we was on vacation uh, okay. down North Carolina. Right? Uh, tell them we, hey, hey, we was in North Carolina, and we was right off the coast, and we saw a whole school of these little kids. Hey, mm -hmm. hey, we saw a whole yeah, school whole of kids, school of, and we yeah. just we caught them all right up with the net, and then and, and we caught all of them. Oh. We just we let them just you know. Hey, you hang them from the tree, you bleed them. Oh sure. Cook sure. them with a little yeah. lemon and garlic yeah. and butter there. Oh, who put that lucky there? Hey, pass me a ginger ale, would you? And now, as a public service, Duck Logic, in cooperation with the United States Post Office, is proud to present Zip Code Spotlight. Today's zip code is Pawtucket, Rhode Island, 02860. This has been the Duck Logic Zip Code Spotlight. It's time for The Bayou Boys, starring Justin Wilson, the Cajun cook. Ooh this week, Justin finds himself accidentally, momentarily, hilariously homeless. Come paddle up a funny, funny, poignant river to the moss-covered cabin Justin shares with his little pals, the Inbred Twins. 
Justin, wherefore are you getting to? Who ever done teach you English, boy? You talk like a dictionary what got caught in a mixer, I guarantee. I'm going into town now to stock up on some ingredients and groceries. Don't forget some food. That's the last thing I'm listening to from you. Hooey! Let your mind wander. Give it some exercise, boy. <laughs> I'm done going to the store. Now don't touch that turkey I got soaking in the oven while I'm gone. Goodbye. Goodbye, Justin. Your wallet, you don't forget. Give me a big bag of those hot peppers, some onion, chili powder, two jar tobacco, that tastes real fine, and uh, that'll do the trick. Now, how much do I owe you? $15.36. Let's see, $15 and six and thirty penny. Now, let's see, where did I done put that wallet? I know I done put it here somewhere. Where, where's my, my, my If you wallet? haven't got the money, I'll have to ask you to leave the store. Now, I got the money, just as a question where it gone to. Well, that's it. Now, you get out of my store, you penniless rake. Rake? Who you calling Rick, onion head? Ooh, this is a situation. I'm out in the street without a penny nor roof over my fat head. I wonder, is this what it feel like to be one of America's homeless million? I guess I'll done walk myself home. Hello, how y'all are? I'm finally here to stay. There's that wallet I done forgot right in front of my face. <laughs> Justin. You back. Alive and breathing. Now, where'd that turkey I left all simmering on the oven? I told you boys not to touch that thing. We, we, Justin, we did not touch it. We fed it to the dog. You don't fed it to the dog? Well, where'd the dog be? We ate him. He good. He tastes like turkey. Oh, it don't matter, boy. I'm a real turkey here today. I forgot my money, and now I know how it feel to be homeless. How do it feel? You feel like a bad leftover. Nobody want to give you a second chance. Sound like fun. And so our Cajun cook learns the difference between being poor and being pole. Tune in next week when Justin and the twins get wrapped up in an illegal corporate takeover on Wall Street, where it's one thing to be rich, and another thing to be rich, and still another to be rich, and yet another to be ra-cha-cha-cha-cha. Well, there you have it. The Duck Logic Comedy Half Hour Show number 108, featuring in alphabetical order Ken Campbell, David Dunlosky, Kevin, Walter Mitchka, James F. Russell, and Tim Thomas as the Beaver. Sound FX by Zapsplat.com. Check out our Facebook page when you get a chance. Our website is DuckLogicComedy.com. Portions of this podcast were previously broadcast on the radio under the copyright of Duck Logic Limited and the licenses of WLUP, AM and FM in Chicago. Thanks for listening. See ya.